ಜಾತೀಚಂಪಕಬಿಲ್ವಪತ್ರಚಿತೀಪೇವದಯಾನಿಧೆ ಪಶುಪತೆ ಕೃತ್ಕಲ್ಪಿತೃತ ಸೌವರ್ಣೇನವರತ್ನಖಂಡರಚಿತೆ ಪಾತ್ರೆ ಘೃತ ಪಾಯಸ ಭಕ್ಷ್ಯ ಪಂಚವಿಧಂ ಪಯೋದಧಿಯುತ ಸ್ರಂಭಾಫಲಂ ಪಾನಕ ಶಾಖಾನಾಮಯುತ ಜಲಂ ರುಚಿಕರ ಕರ್ಪೂರಖಂಡೋಜ್ವಲ ತಾಂಬೂಲ ಮನಸಾಮಯಾಚಿತ ಭಕ್ತಿಯ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಸ್ವೀಕುರು ಛತ್ರ ಚಾಮರಯೋರ್ಯುಗಂ ವ್ಯಜನಕಂಚ ಆದರ್ಶಕರ್ಮಲ ವೀಣಾಧೇರಿ ಮೃದಂಗಕಾಹಲಕಲ ಗೀತಂಚ ನೃತ್ಯಂ ತಾಷ್ಟಾಂಗಂ ಪ್ರಣತಿ ಸ್ತುತಿರ್ಬಹುವಿಧ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪೇನ ಸಮರ್ಪಿತ ತವ ವಿಭೋ ಪೂಜ್ಯಾಂಗೃಹಾಣ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಆತ್ಮಿರಿಜಾಮತಿ ಸಹಚರ ಪ್ರಾಣಶರೀರಂಗೃಹಂ ಪೂಜಾ ವಿಷಯೋ ಬಭೋಗರಚನಾ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವೋ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರುರೇವ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ 
आप्यायंगाणी वाक्चक्षु श्रोत्रमथो बलमिंद्रिया चर्वाणी सर्व ब्रह्मदं ब्रह्म निराकुरा ब्रह्म निराकोत्कमस्तु अराकमेस्तु तदात्मते य उपनिषत्सु धर्मा ते मयि सन्तु ते मयि सन्तु हैव यू सीन द थर्ड मंत्र यस्याम मतम तस्य मतम मतम यस्य न वेदसह यस नो We haven't seen. Okay, good. Repeat after me. Yasya matam tasya matam. Matam yasya na vedasaha. Avignatam vijanatam. हाइट्स ऑफ कॉन्ट्राडिक्टिंग स्टेटमेंट्स इज दिस पर्टिकुलर मंत्र सो इफ यूर अटेंशन इज गोइंग हियर एंड देयर इवन फॉर अ मोमेंट देन द होल मंत्र will be like a his yasya matam tasya matam matam yasya na vedasah the one who says that he has understood it has understood it not and the one who says that it cannot be comprehended alone stands an opportunity to truly understand it do you want me to repeat the statement the one who says or claims that i have understood it has not understood it and the one who says that it cannot be comprehended alone stands an opportunity to truly understand it i am allowing that sentence to settle in that statement to settle in so if i have to put it in one word hashtag i would say uncomprehendable the one who claims that i have understood it has not understood it at all why so in the process of understanding there are three components it's called triputi 
when we put the vibhuti on forehead there are three lines and then there is a dot a focus either red one or a yellow one or chandan there is a dot those three lines indicate these three components of every knowing experience and that dot indicates that which is beyond that which is atita that which transcends this three converging into that one point is the true understanding that is the symbolism behind this forehead makeup three lines and a dot what is this triputi called for the knowing to happen there has to be a knower the subject and that which is known the object and the bridge that connects these two is called the knowing process that which is the known the object the knower connects to it through the process of knowing knower known knowing these are the three components what is the interface that we use to know anything the organs of perception action the organs of perception to be precise this organ of perception by itself cannot know things there so many times then where we are our ears are open but hearing is not happening it may have happened that you are engrossed into listening to a good piece of music good piece of music doesn't require loud noise it's not that you are lost in the sound or the volume of it you are you are just engrossed in the nuances of it i should tell you wherever i am going every car every place that i do you know what i get to hear invariably you are rhythms gam ganapati and if that is not happening then you are rhythms one constantly on a repeat and there are certain words where the lyrics and the music are blending in so well that somebody is asking a question and i am already dwelling deep into the meaning of it Swami ji, yes. Are you sleeping? No, nobody is delivering a lecture. <laughs> so your ears are open. The hearing is not happening because there needs to be an active presence of the mind through that organ of perception to perceive. therefore the thought is often referred to as pravritti vritta means that which is circular pravritta means that which goes out through the organ of perception touches as though that vishaya vastu 
that object that has to be known and then comes back in. So it is a complete cycle, complete movement that it goes from here, reaches out, touches it, knows what it is or brings the data and then completes the loop. So that which goes in that loop order is called pravritti, vritta or pravritta. Therefore, our behavior also is called in Sanskritam as pravritti. <coughs> Even in Hindi, uski pravritti achhi nahi hai. That thought which loudly expresses through the action and those actions which form patterns, through those patterns we recognize their character. The pravritti means character. That which is a loud expression of their subtle mind. So there should be an active mind going through the organs of perception to receive the data from the known object. Did you understand the whole process? There is a subject and at the subject's will, the mind moves through the organ of perception into that particular field, knows that object and comes back as a loop. As you step into the kitchen, wanting to know what is being cooked, the first thing that you would say, hmm, something smells awful. <laughs> or something smells awesome. So what has happened? Through that nostrils, I have gone out as if. Not that I have practically gone out of the nose and it's a mind that goes out, receives that information and comes back. So the known world, the knower and the mind that interfaces it to bridge the experience into knowing. Three putti, three components. The object of perception, the known world, the knower, the subject, who goes through the mind, through the organs of perception, where the knowing happens. Even the process of understanding, that which I am trying to understand becomes the object, the one who is trying to understand becomes the subject. And through the intellect, I am processing it to come to that clarity, to come to that understanding. There also we have Triputi. Triputi, three components. Those who say that I understand. What are they trying to say? That this concept or this idea of Atma Tattva or spiritual glow of consciousness is something like an object which can be perceived, which can be comprehended as an object. And I who is comprehending it is the subject. As long as that subtle difference exists, true experience of that self can never ever happen.
because that experience is not through the realm of intellectual processing of an idea and neither is it the realm of the mind where emotions can like it or dislike it it's neither therefore those who with their prior experience with the earlier part of life have always used this mind and intellect and listening to an upanishad or a mantra saying oh yes i got it so the mantra here is staring back at them saying you got scott because you are trying to understand it as a concept and this is not a concept i exist is not a concept of mind it's not a concept of the intellect it's not a concept of the intellect and it's not the feeling of the mind whether the feeling exists or not do i not continue to exist was that too confusing there are chaotic patterns of emotions i exist there are good sense of feelings that are going by i exist there are times when the mind is stupefied that there is nothing being processed either because of tiredness or because of a shock of an experience there's no processing happening suddenly somebody says that you know you have been personally hand picked to meet obama say so what that's why people say it has not yet sunk in well, the mind is not able to process it it's it's not possible it, it, it it's not me no it said swami sarveshananda come on that cannot be you either it has gotten shocked or stupefied but do you cease to exist in that state where the mind is not feeling anything or your heart is broken dil ke tukde no i should use a new song right टूटा टूटा एक परिंदा ऐसे टूटा यू आर गोइंग थ्रू दैट फेज वेर इन योर हार्ट इज जस्ट ब्रोकन रिसेंटली इट्स ऑल एंड यू हिट दैट रॉक बॉटम ऑफ योर एक्सपीरियंस वेर इन नथिंग फील्स इंटरेस्टिंग you're not able to process it no songs no friends no it nothing to eat nothing to meet or greet or mm, mind is blocked do you cease to exist no the presence or absence of a feeling does not block the existence the presence or absence of comprehending or understanding does not block the existence 
because existence is not a concept neither a feeling therefore when somebody says oh i understood it in meditation i got it it is not something that can be gained therefore adi shankaracharya ji says praptasya ka prapti that which is already you you are not gaining anything you can gain few pounds lose few pounds that is sharira dharma but you being that conscious reality is neither gain nor lost therefore it is recognized you forgotten it you are only cognizing it again recognize cognizing meaning to know and this knowing process is not through the intellect in fact all the process of study is so that the intellect is put to rest to shut that intellect up to shut that process of mind and intellect the sufis have a different method they go on a spin literally and figuratively when they go have you ever tried it i am not talking of like you know 10 15 spins 10-15 spins, all that you will experience is dizziness. Or even the Kathak dancers. How many spins they go? And it's not leisurely. Again, there is some song that is coming into my mind. What is that song? Haan. दिल में समाजा नो इट इज अ फास्ट स्पिन एंड इन दैट स्पिन वॉट इज हैिंग द ब्रेन इज गेटिंग कंप्लीटली डिफरेंट एक्सपीरियंस इट इज पॉज नीदर द माइंड इज एबल टू प्रोसेस द लाइक एंड डिसलाइक नॉट द इंटेलेक्ट इज टू ग्रास्प एनी कॉन्सेप्ट इट इज शट डाउन यू दैट इज वाइट इज कॉल्ड ट्रांसेंडेंस transcending the process of feelings and concepts so therefore somebody says oh i feel my meditation something happening you know it is like it is crawling that is why take shower before you sit to meditate kujlata hoga or you must not have been sitting in a good posture therefore it must have frozen and you feel like those ants crawling that has got nothing to do with meditation it was only to do with your bad posture swami ji in my meditations i am seeing lights maybe you have not closed your eyes usually i say a different statement today i don't know why that came out i say oh bring them in our ashram we will use them no no i really see sometimes you know uh, red to blue color 
it, it changes colors. What do you mean that is? That means mind is still wavering. You have not transcended the mind. That cannot be the meditation. That cannot be the goal of meditation. You have to see the light transcending. You don't need to meditate. Have two bulbs, two different shades, dark the room and you see the range. <laughs> For that you don't do, you don't have to do meditation. There was one student prior to Vivekananji, Brahmananji, all these students, there was one student with Swami Ramakrishna Paramahamsa. But Ramakrishna Paramahamsa would not teach him anything to find Siddhi, like you know, to read somebody's mind or to materialize something. So he said, uh, no, uh, uh, this is not spirituality. He left him. After 14 long years, he comes back. And uh, Ramakrishna Paramahamsa in his innocent love for that, you know, he has not seen him for a while. He goes, gets up and gives him a hug. And he says, Chalo mere and that student takes him to the shores of Gangaji. And Ramakrishna Paramahamsa is still in the days that his first student has come back. And he says, see what I can do. And he starts walking on the waters, Gangaji. And Ramakrishna Paramahamsa is not amused by that display. Hey, are you not, I can walk on water, are you not happy? In those days, the currency was in Anna. And today also it is the same thing, but we don't, don't use those. 25 annas is a quarter, 100 annas is a rupee. So, anna. So, he throw an anna to the uh, boatman and he'll take you across. How many years did you waste in getting that? He said 14 years. Life wasted. When that which can be easily done through a material thing, why do you want to waste your brains for that? People go sometimes crazy, somebody bought me a gadget, a tool, which you have to connect to the electricity and you have to put it to the tail of the banana and it splits the banana skin. <laughs> For something that can be so simple, why do you want to waste your brains on it? And you could take a knife, cut that end and then open it, done. If you know the skill, flip it and it will open up. Or use your brutal strength right in the middle and then with a tap, open it, it will split into two. For that, you spend time to devise a gadget that can be inserted into the tail of it and then it goes inside and then splits open. Effortless, Swamiji. I was like, <laughs> time waste. Don't you see it as time waste? From the highest spiritual standpoint, all these things are immaterial. Similarly, when somebody says on the seat of meditation, I see these colors, that means it is still in the realm of mind. I hear sounds. Next time when you take shower, Along with the body, clean your ear also. 
No sound. It is very profound sound. As if you know somebody is taking a shankha and blowing. Definitely something wrong with your mid ear section. And that can be hallucination. Check yourself. Go to a psychiatrist. These things cannot be claimed as spiritual glow. And there is that seemingly new age master. He says, you know, meditate, you will start, uh, what do you call that? Levitating. And these people like Pagal, uh, like mad caps, they are like these uh, jumping frogs. Why? I am levitating. I would be scared if I were to levitate. What if I turn on a fan and I am uh, sitting for meditation, constantly afraid. Ablaga, ablaga. <laughs> now it will hit me. Now it will hit me. Those are not called meditation and the result of meditation. There's still manipulations in the realm of matter. And truly it doesn't matter. Taking it further subtler, any conceptualization is still in the realm of the intellect and that conceptualization or the itch, the urge to conceptualize it has to be transcended. Therefore, in this mantra, the Rishi says, he who understands it, he who claims that I have understood it, in a typical Bombay language, Bombay slang, ghanta samajaya usko. Khaak samajaya. Because he has not understood it at all. Because he is still trying to see it through the perspective of this Triputi and that which has multitude cannot be that converging point of the experience of that reality. And how does one know if I have reached there? The one who first understands that it is not something that can be comprehended as a concept and that barrier is broken, that itch to grasp it has been broken and the intellect with confidence let go of the urge to conceptualize. That individual has or stands the scope of experiencing it thoroughly, personally, not otherwise. It's similar to learning to swim. I learnt it about three, four years ago. When I say I learnt it, I can sink in a delayed pattern. <laughs> That's how much I have learnt. To get that concept, when conceptually the uh, idea that uh, when you take deep air in, you will float. 
for that to experience my fear was always blocking that experience that's that support is taken away <laughs> i come out and the one who was teaching was also my student here and he became my teacher there and he would give me back my vedanta in full dose Swamiji, don't try to conceptualize swimming. Transcend that intellect. And know that you will float. Yeah, I know, but I'm not. <laughs> but that day when I truly floated. Really? I realized that there is no need for the intellect or the brain to function even. And that was a true moment. I now know why. What is that uh, discoverer's name? Who's Archimedes. Thank you, man. We are on sync. And he jumped out in joy, forgetting that he had nothing on him. Do you know the story? No? The king wanted to weigh the elephant. And any other machine that they had to weigh was no way prepared for weighing an elephant. So how, how do you how do you find that? And one day when he was sitting in his bathtub as he lowered himself, he saw that the water got displaced and it overflowed. We, we had that, you know, brain wave. And what did he shout? Eureka. Eureka, Eureka. And he jumped out, of course, in his birthday suit. He almost ran to the king's palace like that. So somebody caught him, put something on and said, now go. Then they put that elephant in a, a boat and saw how much water was risen. Elephant out, started adding weights into it to reach to that level and then measured that weight. This is the weight of that elephant. That's the story behind I had a similar moment. Whoa! I can float. It was not long lasting, but still I could experience. It is not a feeling, it is not a, a concept. It is now an experience. And when will that experience happen? When you let go confidently, the urge, the itch to conceptualize it. Does it make sense? Sort of, kind of. Yasya matam tasya matam matam yasya navedasaha. The one who says, I got it. I understand it. You don't get it. The one who loses confidently the urge to grasp that as a concept alone has the ability to experience it.
Did you get it? Now you're confused as to what to say. Then what exactly is that experience? And the next mantra says, it's quite a few pages afterwards. What is the page number in those new books? 123. Repeat after me. Prati bodha viditam matam. Ayayo. Prati bodha viditam matam. Amrutatvam hivindate. Atmana vindate viryam. Vidya ya vindate mratam. Pratibodha viditam matam. Bodham bodham prati yat viditam. That which is repeating itself in Sanskritam, we add prati to show the repetition pattern. Dinam, dinam, prati becomes prati dinam every day. Similarly, here, bodham, bodham, prati becomes prati bodha. Bodha. Bodha to know, to comprehend. It does not matter what is being comprehended. Are you paying attention? Put your pens down and look at me. I feel very neglected right now. Pay attention. It does not matter what you comprehend or don't. That processing of comprehension as it is happening, instead of being the process, you step out and observe the process. That who is observing is the Chaitanya, is the conscious reality. As simple as that. Not the process. Not what is being comprehended through that process. That who is observing the process and the comprehension. Pratibodha viditam. So where is this conscious reality? So when I usually teach different steps of meditation, this is where now you can bend your head down and start writing. The first step, make sure that your asana is the most comfortable one 
unpainful non distracting posture don't jump to the conclusion that shavasana can be that because it is the most comfortable non painful non obstructing asana shavasana is lying down that who has the capacity to sleep through even while sitting what will happen when you are actually sleeping you know the experience right you would be snoring away immediately that's why whenever this yoga nidra class is being conducted two minutes into it i have just started the instruction <coughs> and those who have not yet gotten to that stage all the giggles laughters they start beginning and this fellow has already reached to that end that all this laughter still doesn't distract him so shavasana is not a good one the rule thumb of rule or rule of thumb how do you say it the rule of thumb ha huh? that one the rule of thumb is that tsa is directly proportional to lethargy tsa is not the traffic and security in the airport total surface area of your body in touch with any ground or support as it increases it is directly proportional to the increase in lethargy so technically speaking the most beneficial would be where you stand on one foot minimum footprint literally and figuratively but that is not comfortable so what is the best sit in a posture wherein your spread is minimum and at the same time your center of gravity is positioned in such a way that it is not awkwardly imbalanced on the other parts of the body clear your head neck and back should be in one straight line your shoulders should not be excessively in pressure many people think that is called sitting straight kar kya rahe ho that is a very awkward posture your shoulders should be relaxed your hands interlock them put them in park them and always if even if you are leaving it on your knees loop them in loop the fingers in so that the body the energy the magnetic force that it is generating it is not let go but it is conserved the best way to conserve it put it in a lock and put it in your lap close your eyes gently this is the posture step 1 step 2 breathe 
in and out as slowly as possible inhalation and exhalation to such an extensive period that it becomes the natural way of breathing that you don't have to focus and regulate it anymore it has adapted to that speed slow inhalation and slow exhalation step 2 now step 3 in that mind there may be lot of thoughts lot of emotions lot of things going on do not focus on them do not evaluate them do not try to brand them as good thought or a bad thought bodham bodham prati they are all different emotions don't brand them don't evaluate them instead introduce a self disciplined thought and what is a self disciplined thought a self disciplined thought in other words is called a mantra you get that it's called a mantra who oh, but i have not been initiated whoever is your ishta daiva pick a mantra start Whoever they say that it has to be initiated and you know to do in bigger scheme of things, that is a trivial part. Whoever is that your mind easily connects to that form of God, pick a mantra. She don't have a mantra. Ishta Deva mantra of this God. Google it. you will get dozens of them pick that which you can say normally easily if it is shiva it is om namo shivaya if it is vishnu it is om namo bhagavate vasudevaya if it is narayana om namo narayanaya if it is hanuman ji you say om ham hanumate namaha if it is ram ji om shri ram jay ram jay jay ram om If it is Saraswati, then it is Om Klim Saraswati Namaha. Any other to be covered? Covered everything, almost. Om Gam Ganapataya Namaha for Ganesha. Om Klim Krishnaaya Namaha or Sri Krishna Sharanam Mama. Either one, pick one. if you are waiting for that initiation consider yourself to be initiated now whether you are sitting here physically or you are online watching consider yourself initiated don't wait aayega somebody some guru somewhere will come and do the mantra diksha and suddenly i will feel the surge of energy and if you are true to the path of meditation don't waste time on trying to find it find that mantra and start repeating it clear how should you repeat it in sync with your breathing breathe in consciously slowly 
while you are breathing out until the breath lasts, chant that name. Of the mantras that I just said, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya has maximum syllables. So I'll take that as an example. So breathe in. I'm just exaggerating it. You don't need to breathe in with that effort. Breathing happens. Observe it. And then when you're exhaling it, just as you can listen to your own sound, not that the whole house, whole apartment complex is shaken up with your chanting. Om Namo Bhagavad. No, no, no. In the spirit of trying to reach out, you don't need to be a, a priest or a mullah early in the morning competing with each other. <laughs> what is that uh, Venkatesha Prabha Suprabhata? Haan. In that weird higher Shruti. There also another mic starts. If this fellow increases Shruti, that fellow also increases Shruti. If this fellow increases the volume, that fellow also increases the volume. Now, this is not a competition. Just as so much as you can hear it yourself. So breathe in and then Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. And if yours is a more musical voice than mine, and mine is non existent, but if yours is a musical, you can add a certain music to it so that you can repeat it in that beat. But that has to be in sync with your exhalation. Repeat that 21 times. And this mantra, the thought, self-disciplined thought, which is being repeated, is bodha. Bodha, a comprehension. The idea is not about focusing on that which is being repeated. <clears throat> it helps. It has those bijaksharas, it has that powerful mantras, it helps to calm, soothe, energize that mind. That is not the end. That is just a tool. That is just an instrument. Where this sound merges into that silence is the cognizing reality, the conscious reality. As that sound merges into that silence, be that moment, be that silence. Aware, full silence. For initial seekers, being in that aware, full silence becomes almost impossible. Do not get frustrated. Swamiji, my mind has lot of thoughts. Congratulations. Only those who are alive will have thoughts. Celebrate your moment of being alive. That is not a problem. Instead, look at that whole thing as the mind not adapting to this new discipline. 
instead of getting frustrated at it. The moment I get frustrated, the mind has already won over. Observe the thing that has gone tangent. The moment you take a note of it, come back to your breathing, come back to your introdu introducing your mind to that japa, repeat it 21 times, again sit in that silence. Bodham, bodham prati. Over a few years of such continuous practice, I just need that initial trigger of sitting, focusing on the breath, repeating that mantra 21 times, then the rest I can dwell in that conscious silence. Amrutatvam hi vindate. That is being in you as yourself, as the self, the consciousness. Does it make sense? Then applied in step by step process. Pick a time, though it is not something mentioned here, but pick a time. That time wherein you know you can be regular about. Oh, is it necessary? I can I not just pick up any time of the day when I feel that it is, you know, I have you know, a solid half an hour or something. I can use that. Now you can use that as a bonus. But one particular time, stick to it. Preferably, advocated time is early morning. If you wake up early in the morning by say 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, don't try to jolt the system by saying, I'll wake up tomorrow, Brahma Muhurta Kalaf, 3.30. One day you will do, two days you will do, by third day you will give up and never to go back to that process again in another 6-7 months. Increase it incrementally 15 to 20 minutes prior to where you were earlier waking up. Quickly finish your bathroom activities. Not to spend in that bathroom more than five minutes. Always take a shower. It freshens up your system. Come sit in front of the altar. Light a diya or agarbatti just as a prop. And then start this process. Whatever the time is. And don't start with, I know I have to sit for three hours and do meditation. It is not the time or quantity of time. It is a quality of time. Initially, I would suggest 10 minutes. Kaval 10 minutes. But stick to that 10 minutes religiously. Down the lane, a few years of practice of that 10 minutes. You will hit the balance. It is not an external force forcing you to sit longer than 10, but it becomes a natural evolution process to continue beyond 10 minutes. 
and if you are feeling sleepy or if you are uh, being uh, agitated don't beat yourself up because other than these two modes mind has not known this third thing which you are trying to teach it compassionately tend to that mind and bring it back to this balance am i getting across atmana vindate viryam vidyaya vindate amritam by this rigorous disciplined practice you gather strength in your stride atmana by yourself when you are putting into this discipline you gain that strength when this discipline is ordained by somebody from outside it lacks strength it breaks see when lakshmana drew the line for sita ji did it not break whether it was broken by ravana or sita doesn't matter it broke but the same line later sita ji draws remember when ravana was com coming to threaten her she draws that line was he able to even think of crossing it he was nowhere near he could never get closer when you draw that line yourself the strength is gathered in it when others say it others bring it they can only take you so far now where does that strength come in from atmana vindate viryam from that self alone from that self discipline alone and once you experience at a first hand basis vidyaya that quietude that conscious silence when you experience amritam vindate and once you experience the glow of that self within once that is experienced then no scripture no guru no external disciplining is required you yearn to go back to that and that keeps you motivated that keeps you inspired to be on the path until then you require the strength of that discipline hopefully you will start using this method from today itself because there is no better muhurta good time than now there is no more sanctified environment than here you postpone it for tomorrow then you can always keep postponing it for eternity wish pray and hope that this whole process of listening translates into some personal experience sooner than later 
ओम शांत शांत शांति हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम